time for the sexiest cigar podcast in the nation, The Good Cigar, with your favorite host and mine, Al Roman. Well, hello and welcome to another wonderful episode of The Good Cigar Podcast. This is episode number 119. Mm. And as always, I've got the uh, wonderful, talented, the beautiful, magnificent, the Melissa. Yeah, I'm still here. 118, 119. 119 episodes. Yeah, we wow. haven't uh, skipped a week and we've just been going out. We've even thrown a couple extra in there. <sighs> and as we get to the shop, going to the shop, we'll probably have some extra ones when we open the shop up in the lounge. And they said it can last. Well, they said we wouldn't last. Who said that? Well, lots of people. All my friends told me that. Yeah. <laughs> they said there was no way she was going to put up with you for a very for this long? long no that was pretty mm. much it i was like yeah okay well mm. you know we had a good run <laughs> never underestimate my the power of my endurance my of your uh spite your spite i was about to say not, not... i'm not letting you off that easy yeah great well uh, we've got some really good stuff here we're smoking and what, we're, what i'm smoking is the christoph habano corona 5 by 44 the wrapper is a brazilian habano the binder is a Brazilian Sumatra, and the filler is a Nicaraguan and Dominican Habano, and it comes in about thirteen forty nine. Established in 2004 by Glenn Case, Christoph Cigars is internationally known for producing some of the finest cigars in the industry. At Christoph, our focus is on quality, consistency, and availability. We use only the highest quality double and triple fermented premium tobaccos from around the world, which are artfully blended to satisfy the palate of most dis discriminating cigar aficionados. Our cigars are made using a centuries-old bunch, uh, bunching technique called intubar. The skillful bunching method. Intubar. Intubar. E n t u b a r. Intubar. Intubar. The skillful uh, skillful bunching method creates a more firmly packed cigar, which allows air to travel between all the leaves, carrying more aromatics and flavor to the palate. Every cigar is then individually drawn, uh, uh, draw tested to ensure the well-constructed cigar that delivers a perfect draw every single time. And I got, I got to say, I've, I've lit up ours, but now I'm letting you smoke the the uh, Maduro. And I didn't pull up the information on the Maduro because I wasn't sure if I was going to do that. Because or not. you love me. Uh, yeah. So I gave you, I'll give you the one, and I lit it up as I always do and cut it for you. And that was a little chocolate bomb. It is. That is like a great. I was like, dang, I wish I would have gotten that one. Aww. Yeah, but the Habano is a spicy sucker. Like, it's got, it's already got, uh, with that Habano in there, it's got lots of pepper and lots of spice into mm. it. And we're, we're smoking the Coronas. And I got to say, they're really nice looking cigars. You know what I like about them, too, is the, the caps or that traditional little pigtail. Yeah. Yeah, on the cute. end like that. I mean, those, I, I, that's what I like. I mean, I just don't know why, but that's into a very bar. traditional. That's got to be into a tube, into bar. Inside a tube. In, into a tube. You're twisting it into a tube. You're twisting into a tube. That would make yeah. sense. Yeah. This is Intho, lovely. Like intro and yeah. bars and a bar. And tube. Is that a mosquito? Yeah, that was a mosquito. Are How you, can we... It's cold out here. It's freaking cold. We just had a cold, giant cold spell. And that's going to wait. Warmed up today, I think, to 60 or something today. And it, uh mosquito flying around. I was like, and it Jesus was a Christ. Huge it was a huge mosquito. Tube. It looked like a cat prancing around. A pterodactyl. Yeah. Uh, the Habano here, it's got, uh, it's, it is, it is firm packed. I mean, it almost feels like a, like a Cuban cigar. Cuban cigars are a little bit drier and they're kind of hard packed like this. Hmm. That's the way that feels to me. Uh, but it, it smokes great. I got to say the draw on this is, is really, really good. Like I said, oh. when I, when I lit yours, I was like, dang, I want that Maduro now. You want to try it? Yes. I did smoke a, uh, Christoph. It's a Connecticut. They're Connecticut. Cue the dogs. And that was a damn good Connecticut. I was like, 
wow, I had it with my coffee. And I was like, this is good. It's got a white wrapper on it. I have to make sure it's just the Connecticut, but I think that's what it, I'm pretty damn sure it was. That was the Connecticut on there. Really, really tasty too. I was like, you know, we're going to be uh, getting these in for the shop. Well, that that's so, a good thing. Uh, yeah, let me smoke like, a little bit more of this and then I'll try it. Yeah, you can try. I mean, this is the pepper died down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, just a quarter inch into the cigar, but perfect burn like yours. It's got a perfect burn on there. So I haven't smoked hardly any Kristoff. I just the I the, locally just doesn't that they're not at my, the local shops and stuff. So it's uh, I'm really glad to be uh, getting these looking at getting these in here, which um, after smoking some, um, we're going to be getting some in. We're getting in a lot of cigars. Oh, I know, my gosh. We'll get into the lounge, too, uh, how it's going and progressing, which they're working on the floors. We're getting the stained concrete right now, and uh, they should be done with that this weekend and uh, starting tile work on Tuesday. Tell me again how big your humidor is. It's 11 feet by 23 feet. You, you could you could park a car in there, couldn't you? Yes. It's like the size of a garage, If a single car garage. Yeah. If I could uh, get another Harley, I'd park my Harley in there. Oh, yeah. Would that be, that might be not, might not be good for it to be humidified. I don't know. I don't know. I just would. Hmm. <laughs> the next bike I get, I want a chopper though. Not, not the full length, long chopper, but a, one of those big ass rear tire ones. It's just for bar hopping kind of thing. That's what I want. That's a cool, it's just, they're just badass. We'll, I like those we'll talk choppers. about that offline. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Oh, that t- this cigar comes in at uh, $13 and 49 cents is what, uh, the cigar comes in reasonably priced. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, really liking this one so far. This is really good. It still has a lot of that pepper and spice going to it hmm. on the bottom, which is typical. Th- this is just like a a mild coffee, dark chocolate. Yeah, yeah. And this one, like I said, this one has the Brazilian Habano and the Brazilian Sumatra binder. And you know how much I like a good Brazilian. I do know you like a good Brazilian. I do like that. Walk, walk, walk. <laughs> you got nothing else no to say. No comment. Yes <laughs> to say. Well, let's get into. Uh, let's go ahead and just just dive into what we're drinking here because this is a, a really, bottle. really pretty bottle. Where did you get that? I don't remember where I got it. I don't know if I got it at Specs or if I got it at Goody Goody. I don't remember. It's what it I've was had not a I, gift. You you bought that? Yeah, I bought this one because I wanted to. There goes Honey Bunny with the. Oh my God! They've all got allergies, sinus stuff going on now. It's just like that's a real attractive sound. Yeah, Honey Bunny's getting old, and she's got that going. I'm like, that's just that's quality radio. <laughs> that's what you get with a good cigar podcast. Hey, quality yeah, top yeah. notch. You know, you're gonna miss this radio. when we're in the uh, recording from the lounge. <laughs> Maybe you can put that on a button. Yeah. So we're uh, we're gonna be drinking the uh, Milam and Green Triple Cask Bourbon Whiskey. Milam and Green was created by founder Marsha Milam. Whiskey expert and master blender Heather Green and Kentucky veteran master distiller Marlene Holmes. Our charming distillery uh, sits in a lush Texas hill country where the hot summers, mild winters, and wild temperatures variances add spark and personality to our spirit. To achieve excellence, we bring in grains, yeast, barrels, and experience from across America to create our award-winning whiskeys. As well as a, mul- a multiple gold, double gold, and platinum awards from Credible Spirits competitions and high marks from wine enthusiasts in two, uh, 2021, Milam and Green was awarded the People's Choice Award at the Texas Whiskey Festival and Best in Show out of 550 uh, entries at the American Craft Spirits Association. Our premium Texas bourbon, which is made from 70% Texas corn, 22% Pacific Northwest malted rye from Oregon and Washington, and 8% Wyoming barley, are a proprietary yeast recipe from Kentucky and Texas. Each bottle of Milam and Green 
Uh, Triple Cask is a batch of three hand-selected straight bourbon whiskeys. Our two- and three-year-old premium Texas bourbon for a pop of spice married with a three- to four-year-old Tennessee whiskey for vanillas and fruits and a 10 to 11 year old Tennessee whiskey for structure and tannins. It is then proofed, uh, proofed to taste and bottled on site. And it comes at a really good price of $47. Hmm. And that's a beautiful bottle, isn't it? And it's a 94 proof. So it's a pretty. I wonder pretty what it would have cost, which is you know, 47% off. six months ago. Uh, I got it not too long ago. I just don't remember where exactly. Everything has gone up so much. Everything has freaking gone up. That's really pretty. You know, okay, I hate to sound sexist, but you just don't hear about many bourbons designed and created by women. No, that's uh, it's uh, it's really unique. And uh, remember, we had uh, it was that New York rum that we had that I really liked too. That was owned by a woman too. Uh, that's really doing some stuff. So they're they're. You know, the women are being coming in stronger with cigars, and they're also coming in stronger with the whiskeys and stuff, getting in to the, the business, which has typically always been, you know, and I hate to say this, but, a, you know, like a, a man's kind of thing. It's been a man's domain. Yeah, it really has. And now to see that some um, some strong women are coming through and doing some delightful good things, mm-hmm. and that's really great. So let's get to the popping of the court. Can I? And you're secure enough. You're not the slightest bit threatened by that. I don't like that. No, I just you're really. You've make, never you, been. You make a good cigar. You make a good drink. I am all over you. That's sexy. I am all over you. <laughs> you get off of them. <laughs> you get off, baby. I'll Back get, off. I'll get off. I'll, no. no, I will. I'll get off. No. no. <laughs> you know what I meant. What am I saying? Well, that's so terrible. Was it the innuendos? Phrasing. Phrasing. I'm going to pop this cork. Oh, it's a tough cork, though. Yeah. You okay. say oh, that. There, there you go. go. Well, that was nice. Yeah, I do like that. Big, strong man. Mm-hmm. Pop that cork, baby. I got it. Uh, well, I'm just trying to pour here. This You're is doing your, a this is your little glass right here. This is a smaller one. And I have the bigger glass. That's which sexist. Is my fav- which is, well, it's, the reason being is because that's my favorite glass. And I think can. I bought that for you. Uh, it's the one from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I bought. I was with you when, I, when you bought it, mm. and I approved that purchase. So how, what are you getting out of the smell? Hmm. I got just a, big, a large ice cube in our glass. We can't hear the clinkling of the glass. Okay, cornflakes. Cornflakes. That is a weird thing. I, Maybe from the corn. Yeah. I'm not Tell getting, me you don't. You get. I don't get cornflakes. I do get some of the corn, and I get a little bit of vanilla, and uh, wow, a little bit of uh, almost like a, almost like a little bit of wheat or something in there. It Maybe tastes like it tastes like honey. It's a little warm, and then it just kind of fades quickly away. I didn't get warm at all. And then on the tongue. Man, I'm still getting that uh, kind of that kind of honey oak and some uh, honey honey wheat or that honey rye. I'm getting a little bit into it because it's got just a little bit of spice into it too. I'm not picking up the fruits yet, but uh, I'm sure they're going to be there. We're going to keep. We're going to keep. Uh, it's like cornflakes with honey drizzled on it. You were weird. I know. You were just weird. That palate of yours. Well, it's no accounting for taste. Oh you, no, he married me. Exactly. That's an example. I know this. But this is really good, though, isn't it? This would really make a uh, a really good old fashioned because it has a little bit of the sp- a little bit of a spice. Oh, I with bought the you some blood oranges. Maybe a uh, blood orange old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I'm so grateful you did buy me some because I've been looking since for like the last I don't know four or five months. I've been looking for blood oranges, probably longer than that, probably close to six months, and I have not seen any blood oranges. And I love doing that, especially with cocktails and mixing that up. And I haven't seen any in the grocery stores. And that you found some today really makes me happy. That that's a, that was a good kudos to you. Maybe they were just out of season. Um, the, normally you can get them around. I mean, but it's the whole getting stuff in. Look at the the used to have like six varieties of oranges, and now there's like three 
and now well, now it's three because you got the blood oranges. So just like the other the other fruits and vegetables, like the other day I was going over there and there were like no cucumbers, no cucumbers mm. whatsoever. There was like a run on cucumbers for whatever reason. And, and like, well, it's all the shipping and all this. The last time we bought cucumbers, we had to get one of those Asian cucumbers, the big long ones. I'd never had one. And those were good. It, it was good. It tastes just a cucumber. And you usually don't associate that with, you know, long and big like that with the those cucumbers. But I think that's how they grow them. Oh, I'm not. He's setting a trap, and I'm just not going to go there. <laughs> what did I say? Like, I, the, long again, and big would be bad. Why? I, I don't, well, I'm, no, I'm saying it's just not usually associated with like those. Like, you just don't have Asian as much cucumbers. flavor when it's... I guess. I don't know. That's you can what take you it thought? Where, you can take it wherever you want. It was good. It was a it, good cucumber. It was really good. Did a good job. I was happy I, with that. I forgot to... So, I, I needed dog food today. And I went yeah. to three different stores wow, to find our dog food. And... It was $5 more per bag than what oh it was three this weeks ago. Stuff is killing. It's it's just, you know, and they're going to blame it on, on everything on uh, what's going on with Russia, uh, Russia and Ukraine. Russia. And the Ukrainians, you have all our support. Man. We really hope you kick ass. Snake you, Island. Yeah. Those that, uh, that we can't Bad say that asses. enough. How much. I really wish the U.S. would just go in there and k help you kick ass. Uh, if it was up to me, I'd send. We'd be we'd be there with you right now. But keep holding strong, and uh, we really, really hope you all the best in that uh, you survive and, and kick ass and uh, keep the uh, keep the keep the communists down. They are responding like Texans. I tell you what. It, I, yeah, of course. That's, I grew up watching that's a great that. That's a great correlation. Yeah. Well, you know, they keep talking about how Ukraine is about the size. It's a little bit bigger than Texas, mm -hmm. but, but about the same size. And it just made me think of that. And of course, I grew up watching the Red Dawn movie. And I could just see, I'm like, man, try, try pulling that crap in Texas, Putin. Yeah. Mm, or Biden. You you would have wakened a sleeping giant. Mm -hmm. Yes, because we do have those things here in Texas. Munitions. Country boys will survive. And uh, apparently really good whiskey now. This is done in the hill country. That ladies, and green. fine job. You know, I, I started getting it. Now I'm getting some of a, like a maple out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Can you see that now? Yeah. It's kind of like a, a nice dark maple syrup or something. Yeah, in there. something yeah. you would, you know, get in a breakfast cereal. <sighs> no, I don't know where you're going with that with the breakfast it's cereal. It's delicious. Stuff. It's not Cocoa Pebbles. Get off of it. Well, no, I didn't say it's Cocoa Pebbles. Right. It's not chocolatey at all. But I'm thinking a blood orange old fashioned with this would be really good. You know, and one of the things for our lounge, which is they're like I, like I said before, they are working on the floors. They should be done this weekend. Um, and uh, we're going to start. They're starting to move some get the electrical stuff going, more electrical stuff going in and the sockets and switches and all that. And hopefully tile work coming in here. So we're still looking at the end of March, 1st of April for getting to open up as what we're looking at. So we'll as soon as we get a, de a definite date. And we've got that lockdown. We will put that out out for everyone to know because we'll start doing the show from there. That's where we're going to be mm -hmm. is from the lounge. And we're so looking forward to having all that. And one of the things I want to do at our lounge is really kind of showcase a lot of the Texas whiskeys and anything Texas that I can get in there. So if it's uh, whiskeys, uh, vodkas, uh, rums, anything I can do for that, I want to try to highlight some of the great things that we have going on here in Texas. Now, I wish there was uh, some really good... There's a couple that I know of. I'm going to check on some that they make cigars here in Texas. So I'm going to check on that and and look at that because Rojas is from Texas, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's no, he's from Cuba, but he he but, lives here in he Texas, li- right. right? Yeah. So we're going to try to highlight some of the uh, rollers and blenders here in Texas, and try to to do some nice pairings with it, right? So we're going to be able to pair uh, different. Oh, I could see a Rojas with us. Different. Uh, drink. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Well, Mal- I got to say, I, I was uh, I didn't know how well th- I was going to like this cigar because it is, like I said, start out really I'm really peppery. This one here, I'll. I'll- and, I'll trade with you if you want. Well, okay. I'll finish my statement, then we can try. Sorry. And I didn't know, but I am I have not had a lot of Kristoff, and I'm really, really liking the Kristoffs. Really. I don't remember them at the, the 2P. Were they, were they there? Were they at the 2P? You know, we, we just didn't get to see everybody. I think they were they there. They could have been. They yeah. could have been, but we just we still didn't get to see a third of everybody there like we wanted to. You want to trade them and see that when I goes? Yeah. It's a really tasty cigar. It's Hell, the next like, time, we're, we're going to have to go a day earlier. Yeah. They started a day earlier, right? We we missed a day. Yeah, they started. It was like a half day that they started, in which we really could have used even that. Uh, here's the the PCA is coming up too in July, and I don't know. I'm we're members of the PCA, and I would really like to go to do more cigar buying and getting. Yeah, but I don't know if you're going to be able to get away. Yeah, you know, if we'll be able to get away or not uh, with the staffing and everything yet. So because we're just opening up and going, so I I, I, I could don't go. Know. No, no, you can't. I, I could totally go for you. You have no oh, idea Crystal, what to buy. Crystal and I could go. Y'all should do that. I think we will. I f- see, I figured out a solution. I think I'll have you working at the shop. I could probably, I you could know, go. oh, I bet um, Sean would go with me. Probably. He could help me buy. I'm, I'm, I'm going to send out an email to all of them. You I'm, see this woman, do not sell to her. <laughs> Whatever. Really? If I if I were buying you, getting you really good, to, and I would negotiate you some hell, hellacious deals. Probably so, uh, except you wouldn't know what to get, exactly what to get. Like I said, you had one visit at a TPE, and that was, pro. that was still, that was like drinking from the fire hose. You'd only ever been to one, you'd been to the PCA, mm-hmm. at which you did not buy, and then you went to the TPE. But I've been doing the research on everything for so a long you, time. So you my... give me a list of who I need to visit and what you'd like to See, and I go and I negotiate you some good deals, and I'm just saying I'm willing. Okay, that's fine. I'll be doing the uh, podcast from the stripper lounge. <laughs> oh, whatever, Roman. <laughs> you see that rabbit? Big old giant rabbit right there in front of the, the wood pile. Oh, I see that. Little yeah. bastards. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I hate those little bastards. All righty. Well, let's uh, continue on with the show, shall we? I wonder if we can get this bourbon in the in the shop. Well, if it's by our distributor, then I can. I'm hoping so. A lot of things they'll have and carry. So I'm, you know, I've uh, once we get the occupation, then I can get all the liquors in. So that's what we're waiting on. This is. I, I can see people ordering ordering more of this. Yeah, me. <laughs> so um, we swap cigars. Yeah, and. I'm I'm thinking mine is a little bit better packed than you, the one I had before the Maduro. This is the Maduro I'm smoking right now. Yeah, we traded. This one, um, mine was smoking better than this one. Yeah, this one here, the Maduro, is smoking mm-hmm. a little bit better. But uh, I, I I like it's here. Smoking, you want to trade back? It's smoking. No, it's because I really like that one. I want that one. I want my Habano back. Okay. I really like well, that. Well, I, really, I mean, this this Maduro is. I great. really wanted my Maduro. I just wanted you to oh, have yeah. options. Well, I I thank you. I I like it. It was good. I like the Maduro. Yeah, I'm, uh, I was uh, really surprised how much I like the Sabano. I do like, you know, some of them, but I don't, when they get real peppery, but the pepper died down. There's not a no, lot of pepper in it right now. It was, it was yeah. first, it was like, whoa, that's a lot of pepper. I'm like, oh, my goodness. 
but really it got a little good spice and flavor going into it. That's the uh, Kristoff. I really like the way this this Maduro is smoking, mm-hmm. and um, it's perfectly packed. It's the way I draw it for me. It's perfectly packed. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really a huge fan. Can you put your mic? Um, just, yeah, just, I know. Just a little yeah. bit close. There you go. Thank but you. it's in the way I keep hitting it. Well, try not to hit it. You have to learn. You have to practice. You have to concentrate. Baby, we're, That's the we're focus on episode 119. If I haven't it. learned by now, <laughs> you still at some it. point you're going to have to accommodate me. No, it's still, you You are smart and intelligent. You can figure this out. Yeah. You can get this. Yeah, that psychology is not going to work on me. You can do this. I have faith in that you can do this. Well, I just, my, I just dropped my pages, so I was trying to get you're to the You're all next. askew? Uh, yes, just slightly. I know, honey bunny. Oh, my God. The Come dogs here. again. Come the here, dogs are driving bunnies. me nuts right here lately. I, I don't know if it's been cooped up for the winter too much, but they're they're really... Uh, well, you're at home a lot more. Yeah, I know. And it's soon to change. Welcome to my nightmare. Oh, I need to get to the... Uh, what time it is here? Smell colors. Dang it. You know, you would think I would have these buttons down by now. Smell colors. 119 episodes. Still haven't learned. They have more than one brain. You mean two, three? But you know, you're really smart. I have faith in you. Thank you. Somebody does. Somebody needs to. Somebody needs to. Uh, Okay. So anyway, the first thing is, this is a uh, have you ever question. Uh Uh-oh. Have you ever gotten so sick that you swore off a particular food or type of alcohol? Tawaka. Wow, that was I'll, a quick answer. I'll never drink Tawaka again. Well, exp- tell the story well, I, and explain. Yeah, as much as I can remember, I, there was Tawaka lemon drops, and this was, gosh, Last co- week? it was college. <laughs> this was a party in college. I'm like, Tawaka lemon drops. I'm like, I will never touch. I don't I Where don't want to smell Tawaka. Just that ingrained it so bad on you that uh, just how sick did you get? Just saying Tawaka makes, you makes me gag, gag a little bit. bit. Yeah. So what, uh, how many Tawakas did you have that night? Enough that I'll never have Tawaka. I don't know. I mean, I'm at just, some point, you don't. Know, you, you know, the people want to know. Four. Oh, come on. Four. Four Tawakas. Four. I, times two. I'm I don't know. Say, I'm it waiting was a for the lightning of, to strike. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> but it was, baby, it was enough. College was a long time ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Is there any I mean, particular? It was, lot, it was a lot longer for you than me because, you know, I'm pretty young still. Is there any particular food or drink you won't eat or drink anymore? Yes. And it's uh, gas station barbecue sandwiches. Wow. I was working. I was at my uh, the first job. Or there was the second job that I ever had. And it was at Brahms Ice Cream. And they had what's called what's shrinkage. Shrinkage is like thefts or giving stuff away or doing something of that nature. The, sh- there was a, there was, the shrinkage number was a lot. So... They decided to send us to polygraph, get polygraphed. All of us had to go get polygraphed. Yeah, because they wanted to find out who was was stealing the stuff and the stuff like that. I was like, I have no idea. I come to work here. I'm making, I think I was making $4. And I you was were like, like, I'm making $4 an hour, dude. All I years do, old. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, you got to go. I was like, everyone, everyone in the, in the deal went. And I didn't get accused of anything. I don't even know if that's legal. I don't know, but we went and it was like, it was like far away. We had to go. It was like an hour drive or something. Did to you get, get to, were you on the clock? Well, can I finish the story? But, and maybe um, I have a lot of questions. Go okay, ahead. Okay, so just wait till the end, and then maybe the questions will be answered. Okay. So, yes, they paid us for the time to go. Of course, I mean, how hard is it? It was four bucks an hour for like five. There was like mm. five of us going out there. And they and on the way there, man, I hadn't eaten anything 
And so I was like, all right. So we stopped in some crappy crap hole little gas station and they had some barbecue sandwiches. I was like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just do that. So I nuked it. Well, their microwave sucked because the only thing it heated up was like one corner of it. So it was this cold barbecue little sandwich. I mean, I was starving too. And I ate that and we're going. So we go to the, go get this polygraph deal. And right. And part of that polygraph is the interview process, right? They're interviewing, talking, you're asking questions, you know, and I'm like, dude, I don't know anything. I, I am. And as I'm going, I am turning green during this thing. And He's they're like, lying. are you are you okay? Is this bothering you? I was like, no, I think it was the barbecue sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I just had, I don't know what the expiration date was. But it was. But it was probably. Not today. A few weeks ago. It was an egg salad sandwich. And Oof. that was barbecue sandwich. Oof. And I proceeded to get sick. And they still, they they polygraphed me. Like, no, you're you're telling the truth. Yeah, I know. I told you. Can I go now? Because I'm, I'm about to die. And go like that. So now, if I go to a gas station, I see a little barbecue sandwich. I mean, it, it turns my stomach going, Ugh. I've never seen a barbecue sandwich at a gas station. <laughs> you haven't been at many gas stations, have you? Huh. <laughs> When's the last time you went in, into a gas station? Oh, years. I okay, mean, there's just there really go. no. Oh, no, I know. I know. Uh, when we went out to see my sister, that really nice. She told us to go into that gas, gas station. She, she told us the exit. Um, yeah, it was like a Bucky's or something like it, that. It but wasn't it was a Bucky's, not, but, not a Bucky's, but it was. It was something like that. Famous out north Texas, northeast Texas. Yeah. Oh, damn! What? Nature, some giant winged take, bird just flew over the. It does not take much to get you like. Oh, you're like a raccoon, shiny. Ah. Hey, you saw a hawk yesterday that shocked you. It didn't shock me. I was like, that is a big hawk. It was a, I've told him about on, the hawk. It was on a house, the roof of a house. I've, a small hawk flew down here earlier when I was working. It flew like right over my head and went over the fence and then dive, and dived down. So I know they're going after the rabbits and stuff. But that's... Uh, I, more power to them. Barbecue sandwiches like that? No, it's and they got to be hot. If I have just a cold barbecue sandwich now, it brings back that eating that sandwich again, too. So I have to have... My barbecue, it's got to be hot in the sandwich. It can't be a cold sandwich barbecue. I'm like, ugh, not doing that. You know, I, and I'm from Texas, and don't get me wrong, I, I do like barbecue. Yeah, I do like barbecue. Matter of fact, but I'm you, kind of in the mood for bar- barbecue. I had to get some here soon. You, I just, it's not one of those things that I crave that often. No, I do like some good barbecue, though. Usually you have it at a special event, and that's what they've catered in. And I'm like, well, that's really good. I don't. But you know, like when we go out to eat, I don't go, hey, let's find a barbecue place. Yeah, no, not too much. Um, and that's a shame because there's probably some really good barbecue around here. Yeah, I'm sure there is. There are, well, there is. There's a whole bunch in this area here. Uh, so next question is, have you ever been frisked by the police or by airport personnel? And I've never asked you this question before. I've never known. We've been getting, you know, for a while. I've never. No, absolutely not. It's never come up. Um, I'm like an open book at the airport. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know I what it is. And put my feet exactly where they're supposed to be and raise my arms perfectly. They, there's nothing there. I, I don't have any. I've been frisked by the police, but it was done in a school. You know, I was a, huh. I was a cop, so I've been frisked. You know, we have to do training. You do it on each other and do all that stuff. And I was usually like volunteering. Like I'll be frisked. One of my favorite New Orleans I'll, pictures. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. So I went. I went to Mardi Gras. <laughs> One year when I was 26 or 25, something like that, I went to uh, Mardi Gras with some friends. And one of my favorite pictures, there were some uh, police officers down there, you know, guarding one of the, they were just monitoring and they, they had a horse and, and I got to talking to them and I had them pose like with my hands behind my back mm-hmm. and take a picture. I love that picture. I still have it. 
I haven't seen that picture. You have to show me that. They're smiling. I'm smiling. Like, <laughs> I've been arrested. No, you haven't. <laughs> no, you haven't. I've been frisked by the airport police, too. You For, have. Every time I go through the stupid, I guess I look like Al-Qaeda or something like that, because I go You're through. You're suspicious. I go through the little metal detector stuff. And, you know, I guess because I've, I've got a lot of, because my uh, motorcycle accident, I've got, you know, a couple rods in me and a bunch yeah. of things. But they always like. uh can you come over here, sir? God, you're gonna. I'm, I'm getting frisk again. We're gonna. We're gonna have to pat you down. This doesn't happen when I'm with okay. him. Okay. I lend yeah. him some credentials. I, I guess when I go, whenever I go, I'm, I'm telling you every single time. I'm like, really? Again? What is it? What do I? What is it that I'm doing different? Your son who has a. a is it because I'm wearing a trench coat in the summer? A hood. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm like I don't know. I don't know. What that is. Well, next one is, have you ever ridden on a cow, an elephant, or other some other strange animal? And if not, what animal would you like to ride? Come on, people want to know. I, I've done a mechanical bull. No, a cow? real alive animal. Have no, you ever ridden a cow? I've never ridden a cow. I've never had either. I've ridden a horse. Okay. I've ridden a pony. You I, ride my ass all the time. It's a constant. I'll, I'll recommend that to anybody. That's, mm. that's, that's just good, clean fun. Quite satisfying. Just yeah. like gets a lot of shit done. It's just the, you know, the bit in my mouth that kind of gets, I'm like, can't hurt my molars. Quit your whining. <laughs> um, no, I. So what animal would you ride then? I, okay. okay it, it so should, this would, should not be too well, much of a difficult no, question. But you know, you pose a question, you want an immediate answer. I, 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 it's not like a bucket list thing, but I would, I would ride a camel. Well, that would be, see that, there you go. Now you're but thinking. But I don't want to fly to Egypt to do it. Can I do that stateside? Can I ride a camel somewhere around here? I don't know if there's camels around here. I'm a, there's there used to be that park in uh, Grand, uh, Grand Prairie. There used to be camels in Wiley. Okay, so maybe I'm, I'm sure that we can arrange right. that. I'm just okay, great. But there's not like a burning desire. It for me I'm to not asking you if there's off. a burning. It no. didn't say anything. In I the would question. ride a camel. Sure. There was nothing in the question a about a burning desire. It just said, and if not, what would you ride? What would you be like? Well, that'd be cool to ride. See how that's not I, that difficult. And I a would ride an elephant. But oh. I don't want to go anywhere exotic to do it. You don't, I, you don't have to. I'll bring the elephant to you. How's that? Thank you. See how easy that is? So people have very extensive travel itineraries in their bucket list. And I, I that whole concept of traveling for days to get to your destination. And I don't know. That's, I that's will, a lot of I work. I will do that because I, I want to go to uh, like Spain. I'd go to Spain. And I want to go to Ireland. And I would, you know, that'd be yeah. like, hey, we're going to take a month off kind of thing. Because you okay. got to do that. Because you get to see everything that you want to do. So, you know, eventually, like, you know, the week or two before I die, that's where I'll, when I'll probably get to do Maybe it. Maybe I'll so. ride a cow in Ireland. <laughs> okay. You know what I want to ride? Is I want to ride a rhino. I want to like, yeah, come at me. I come don't at think me. they come recommend at me, people. that. I don't know, but that would be cool as shit. Like, I'm riding a rhino. Like, the, one of the toughest beast in the African Serengeti, I'm riding a freaking rhino. I just have this picture of you with your cowboy hat on. You're dressed like Rip because Al has the whole Rip outfit: the black cowboy hat, the black shirt, the black jacket. Well, I'm kind of, I'm kind I of, think, mach, I'm kind I of think macho. Rip took that look from him, but maybe whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll never I'm know. Kind of a badass. I'm seeing you wearing the whole Rip outfit, trying to ride a. Just minus the spurs. I don't think the rhino is going to like those spurs. I don't think so. You don't want him to buck. You just want to survive. I just want to get on for, you know, hey, all right, I'm on a rhino. Take the picture. Now I'm off. Right. (laughs) This went weird. I didn't die. This went weird. Rhino, really? That's what these, yeah, I thought that that would be cool. Would you ride a camel? 
Yeah, I'd ride a camel. I mean, I don't and have any, I don't have a burning desire. No, I'd rather ride an elephant than a camel because I think that would be really cool too. This, you know, you, when you see them at the zoo or something, they're just huge. I mean, when you see them on TV, they're like, oh, okay, that, that's that's big. But when you see them in person, you just amazing. You're like, how does something get that big? And so I would like, yeah, a rhino is what I'd like. Yeah, I want to ride a rhino. I don't and think I've a, ever seen a an elephant elephant outside the. Outside the zoo, of course. Outside, not. well, zoo, which yeah, I we've never seen them in our neighborhood. That's for sure. Well, no, yeah. uh, I was going to say the circus. Oh, uh, I hadn't been to the circus since I was like twelve. Teeny, tiny, yeah, I mean, 10, young. I like that. There was younger than that. To the to Barman Bailey. I don't. And I want to say there was an elephant there, but I can't. I mean, no, it was a long time ago. I don't. I remember. don't think I have any concept really of how big an elephant is. It's been that long since I've we been around. We should watch more Discovery Channel and get an idea. Well, even so, I, you know, until I'm there. No, I just don't think I'm... Anyway. You need to get out of the house more. I, I think we've established that. You really need to get out of the house more. So the next thing is, so, you want to be a bartender. This is a new segment we're doing. So you want to oh, be a bartender. Damn it. <laughs> I keep asking him for training, and he's yeah. instead of training, he's just going to ask me embarrassing questions. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to be able to sell cigars either at the lounge until you figure out that lighter. I, I, it's lit. I know. You're going to get it going now? You're going to puff on and get it going? Or are you just going to torch the end of it? No, go ahead. Put the lighter up there. And don't burn your face off. Can you hear that? That is real sound effects. That's really the torch lighter in the mic, which I'm sure is really good radio. Hey, you got that lit. Look at that. It's lit. That sucker's going now. Challenge accepted. Yeah. So the first one is, what does a highball... Or a lowball drink mean? So a lowball is a short glass. Mm-hmm. It would be like somebody ordering um, uh, old fashioned. That okay. would be on a lowball. Mm-hmm. A highball would be somebody ordering something tall. I remember I used to order um, a rum and coke tall because I wanted it to be weak. I wanted more coke sure. versus rum. So this is what I'm they over say. that down by the you way. You were very much. You were spot on. A highball and a lowball usually refers to glassware. A highball glass is a tall, thin glass, and a lowball is a small, squat glass, also referred to as a rocks or old-fashioned glass. A highball can also refer to the type of drink, usually a basic mixture of liquor and soda, like a rum and Coke. Right. You, do, you do know your, your rum and Coke, I, don't you? I, that's how I... <laughs> and which is odd because I don't drink Coke anymore. Uh, yeah, you really don't. And yeah. you, I still like a good rum and coke. I mean, sometimes that's a good. But I really yeah. like, you know, I like a Cuba Libra better because you add a little bit of lime to lime, it. Lime, right. And I do like that. Uh, I like it better than just the straight rum and coke. But now I'm more into the ranch waters with the Topo Chico and, and tequila. Sure. Yeah. So the next question is, is it safe to consume egg whites in cocktails? Sure. Because you're, you're, you're basically emulsifying it to the point of it's been cooked. Yeah, with that's mixing not cooking it. it. Mixing it with the alcohol and and shaking it like that, it uh, the alcohol maybe the alcohol kills the bacteria. I don't know. You want me to give you an answer? Says, well, I don't yes. know. You asked me the question, and I, I was trying to answer it. You did. 
Yes, many people are afraid they'll get salmonella if there are egg whites in their cocktail, but that is nearly impossible. Egg whites are shaken without ice very thoroughly in a cocktail so that they emulsify, and agitating the whites causes their proteins to unfold and mixes in the air bubbles, creating a nice foam for the cocktails that is perfectly safe to drink. So where you really mm. get, uh, if you're going to get the salmonella from something like that, it's from the eggshell. It's not actually in the egg, it's on the eggshell. Huh. And so you have to make sure you, you, your eggs are clean before you're going to make cocktails with it. And then really, if you're going to do any cooking at all, you should really make sure your egg your eggs are washed and clean before you uh, crack them open because just that that will eliminate the, uh, the But you know what's weird? And this is a, a side note. Of course, mm. I said the word emul- emulsify, but whatever. It's a side note. Um, my sister, who lives on a farm and has chickens, uh, they bring in chicken eggs and they don't put them in the fridge. They don't wash them. Mm-hmm. They leave them in a bowl on the kitchen counter, unwashed, because something about that keeps preserves them a little bit longer after you wash them um i don't know anything don't, about that i don't i don't um, either i've t- i just until told you, you do the research I... on it where you're not giving that advice do not leave dirty eggs i don't if you're listening to the show we are not advising you... we're only we're only spectating the miracle of life and hoping that yeah, you survive. Yeah, if you came to us for survival <laughs> advice, you're, oof, yeah. you need to question your own. My survival is I've got my uh, I've got my AR and I've got a bottle of whiskey and I've got a uh, or a bottle of tequila, which would be really good. And I got cigars. That's like that's as oh, far as I a, go. Here's a here's a question for you. And what? I'm I'm going to throw out a question okay. for you. Watch off quickly. I answer this because um it it made me think when I'm watching the news this week with Ukraine, they were. Uh, cautioning or telling the residents to make Molotov cocktails. Mm -hmm. What do you do that? How do you do that? How do you, what liquor? I mean, because I don't think I could do it with a bottle of wine. You don't know. That's not how you, uh, and I'll have to tell you off the air. We're not going to explain how to make a Molotov cocktail. Well, that's probably wise. Probably the best advice we have today is not to tell people how to do that. That's probably not good for the show. You're right. But I do, I do know how to make one. All right, I'm just like Russians, bring it on! I'm, I want to be ready. <laughs> I'm fuckers. <laughs> just really angry about Russia right now. I know. I can tell. I can tell. Well, it's time to get into the Wolverines. Wolverines, baby. Uh, let's get into the. Oh my goodness! I'm gonna. Sm- what am I gonna smoke this week? What, what are my menage a trois of the week? You ready for that? Bring it. So this week, I tried out this new one, and there was only one in there. And it was the Blanco Liga Exclusiva de Familia. And that from Blanco, which we're going to be carrying the Blanco, was a great stick. Now, I hope I ordered them. I haven't. I have got to see what I ordered from the Blanco. Oh, yes. Uh, please pour me more of that, because that is some good stuff. I got this, uh, this whiskey, the Milan and Green. Is that what it is, right? Did I say that right? Malam and green. Yeah. Is some, this is the triple cast. Really, really tasty stuff. You were going to go want to get you some of this. And I really like it. That's a, it's a uh, Texas whiskey, too. That's Texas ex- bourbon whiskey. That's ex- and run by women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that had that Blanco, and we're going to carry Blanco. There's the rabbit again. Jesus Christ. It's like a, it's like a. And then Honey Bunny. And then Honey Bunny. It's so full of nature out here. We have a plethora of nature. We do. And so the that Liga Exclusiva de Familia 
that from Blanco was a phenomenal score. I kept the band on that one because it was so daggum good. And then another one I have, because we're going to be carrying them too, is the Oliva O. I haven't had an Oliva O. This is a small bird. It's okay. Don't just like it. Just <laughs> that we're going to carry the the Oliva, and I haven't had a uh, Oliva O in a long time. But I had one in my in the pack, and I was like, you know what? I want to try that out, and it was really good. I was like, dang gum it! You know, it's good to go back to some of these ones I haven't had in a while and go refresh my memory on why they're still there and why they're still good stuff. I'm just going to throw this out there. When we start doing the podcast from the lounge and there are no squirrels to, to draw our attention, like crazy rabbits, very weird birds, you're gonna have to weird drink, dogs. You're going to have to drink more. It's going to be rather lame. <laughs> Y'all are going to miss this. You're going to miss this. Do me bring in some wild beasts. I'll bring in you a... Uh, Something in emu or something like that to the lounge. Maybe it'll be like customers walking. I'm like, oh, hey, it's Sean. It's, yeah. it's you know, it's John. It's, it's like cheers. It's going to be. And the third one was the Matilda Serena. That was a damn good stick. And that's one that we had uh, discovered at the TPE. Matilda. Yeah, because we had never, I'd never had their cigars. Had it there. It was like, wow. And I did put an order in for those. Really, really good sticks. Really, really damn good sticks. So that was the it was a really good menage a trois of the week. Well, Once again, and then uh, Q Jacks because there's a bird. There, oh, there, there's a bird. It's he, a dove. He couldn't he couldn't take it. That bird was next to his pool. And that's oh my god! It's just son a, of a bitch can't have that. If anybody can ever, if anybody knows of, of someone who owns a rhino that I could ride, I would really like to go ride a rhino right now. <laughs> Or an elephant or, or an a elephant. camel. Yeah, or a camel. Look, we could, email me at alroman.com. Bucket list. Yeah. Oh, and I was going to tell people, too, I wanted to thank our Patreon subscribers who are still supporting our show and still helping out. And it is a huge help in how much we appreciate that. And if you'd like to become a Patreon subscriber and help out, because you get bonus, there's bonus rounds for this. One, you get the after show where we just go, it's, it's, all that's unscripted. where all the quality is, really. Yeah, that's where it's yeah. it's un it's unedited, unscripted, yeah. and it's also very raw. It usually <laughs> leaves me pretty raw. Yeah, but you can go if you go to thegoodcigar.com, There's a section on there for Patreon subscribers, and you can pick your tier that you'd like and sign up and help out the show and be a be a supporter of the show and for our lounge. It really does make a huge difference, and you're going to get discounts at the lounge when you do that too as well. So it's a you're investing in your own cigars. <laughs> and your own huh. stuff but it really does help us out and we want to thank our patreon subscribers for all that they do for us and if you'd like to send me an email you can email me at al roman at the or you can find me on instagram at the good cigar facebook the good cigar and you can also find me on twitter at the good cigar so uh, make sure you're looking that up and following and if you're not following on the instagram have an instagram account go get that because i put out a lot of good information on that and some good uh, content and as well we're going to be putting specials out for the Instagram too as well. So make sure you go to get on Instagram, get you an account going on. It's a great way to socialize. And there's also a ton of great cigar clubs that you can join and herf with when you get onto that. So contact that and do that. Go over there and uh, go find it. Do I have my own Instagram? I need a, yeah, the Melissa. At, I do. You have an Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. On there. We can do another one if you want. I don't care. Yeah. I need, I need to know how to look at that. Okay. Can well, people message me? I probably have like, I'm sure I have thousands of emails. I haven't looked at. Or whatever Just message called. the good cigar. You'll find. No, it. I want the Melissa at thegoodcigar.com. Well, we're not going to get you a .com. Or no. whatever it is, <laughs> whatever it is. Okay. I want. I will. 
I will figure that out. Okay. I want to be able to get messages I'll, too. I know. I know you do. Matter of fact, someone just uh, sent me a text. I'm hoping it's, yeah, it's the neighbor. Oh, good. I got to get some stuff done. So we'll be uh, wrapping this up here pretty quickly. So let's get over to the, uh, what's the next part of it? Where's my cigar news? No, I just, yeah, I was looking for the cigar news where I stuck that at. Oh, here it is. So cigar news news from, this is from half wheel. Knuckle Sandwich begins arriving in stores. Ooh. Knuckle Sandwich, the cigar line by celebrity chef Guy Fieri, has begun arriving in stores a week ahead of its original scheduled shipping date. The cigar is being made in collaboration with Espinosa Premium Cigars and produced at A.J. Fernandez San Latino Factory in Ocuato, Nicaragua. There are two blends in the line. The Knuckle Sandwich Habano uses a Ecuadorian Habano wrapper and wears a Blackfoot ribbon while being packed in red boxes and they're really cool the knuckle sandwich maduro uses an ecuadorian sumatra wrapper and has a red foot ribbon and comes in black boxes both cigars are nicaraguan tobacco for the binder and filler and will be offered in the same three sizes and packaging formats and i ordered a i have i have a couple boxes coming in it was very limited what you could get in and i was able to score a couple boxes for the lounge so as soon as we open up i got i have a couple boxes of uh of the knuckle sandwich. It's cool to know people. You know people. Yeah. I you do. like suddenly you are people. I'm nobody. I'm truly. But you. <laughs> but you. And you remind no. me of that pretty often. Well, no. Now you're people, baby. Oh, that no. That's that's Latasha. You ain't. Oh. You ain't shit. That's what I. Well, this is true. <laughs> I always get that. Latasha. Well, he's suddenly he's shit now. I mean, she's he's, the uh, president of the Ashhole Cigar he, Club, and he uh, can order stuff and he gets stuff in and he's good. People to know. Yeah, good people to know. Then I've got some uh, interesting news, too. This is a New York doctor removes a tooth growing inside a man's nose. Oh. I, I saw the picture, like the, oh. the, the, the x-ray scan. I was like, oh, my God. So doctors at New York Hospital said a man who came in complaining of difficulty breathing through his right nostril was found to have a tooth growing in his nasal cavity. Dr. Sagar Kana and Michael Turner, surgeons with the Mount Sinai Health System in New York, said in a case study published in the New York uh, New England Journal of Medicine that the 33-year-old man told doctors he had been having trouble breathing through his right nostril for several years. Doctors discovered he had a deviate, de- deviated, deviated. Septum, that's what I'm saying, deviated septum, a condition in which a the partition between nasal patches is pushed to one side. The rhinoscopy uh, produ- uh, conducted with a small camera, discovered the cause, a tooth growing in the floor of the right nostril. The octopic tooth, a term for a tooth growing in an abnormal place, was measured in about uh, just over half an inch long. Wow. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God. That He's got t- to feel instantly <laughs> He's like, better. He's like, you know, I've had the, these allergies in my whole left nostril the entire time. And now, I mean, just, like, that is just bizarre. It was just growing up instead of down and down yeah kind of it was hmm. it was weird i was like that is just bizarre teeth do weird things though i mean you yeah so i've heard stories about um people who have absorbed their twin oh that is bizarre. in in utero and they just have teeth growing weird places that is bizarre. That's like the show. Really bizarre. Bizarre. And that we would have this on our show about cigars and, and liquor. And then I knew that. <laughs> yes. And then I knew that. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you get with the quality yeah. of this show. That's what you get. This is what you come to. Wait till you hear the after show. <laughs> Wait till you hear the after show. Yeah, well, we want to thank you for listening to The Good Cigar. Remember, life is too short for bad cigars or bad liquor. We'll see you next time on The Good Cigar. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.